Hey guys, what's up? This is Gabriel Machuret, and welcome to show number nine of the Betterman Podcast, a podcast with one goal to help men like you and me improve their lives, improve their mental health, and help them to achieve more, be happier, and hopefully find the right balance. Every week, I try to make two shows of the Betterman Podcast, where in 20 minutes or less, I try to help you navigate some of the difficult shit that we face every single day as men. Now, I'm not a life coach, I'm not a counselor, I'm just a normal guy making a solo podcast from my house, trying to connect with you guys, and hopefully this is going to give you some value today. It's just 20 minutes, so why not? Let's do it. Okay, so today's show is about fear, and I make a post on Facebook that got a few engagement, a few likes, that always feels great for the little ego, and it was about fear. So what I'm going to do today in a, in a different way is I'm going to read what I post on Facebook. And hopefully we can take it from there. So what I wrote says, I sold over $300,000 of virtual towns before virtual properties were a thing back in 2014. And yeah, I sold them virtual towns via email. It's a long story. I did it because I was terrified of not having money to provide for my family. And here's the difference between the ones that make it in life and the ones that don't. The fuck this shit, let's do it, even if we are terrified type of mindset. It's not very polite, it's not very opera or Dr. Phil, not very fancy, and forget the law of attraction, forget whatever ritual you want to believe. It's just you, your God, your rawness, your basic fear, your focus, and your action. No excuses, no explanations, no reasons why, just fear and actions. Successful people are not smarter than you. They're just aware of their fear and decide to battle it even when they are scared. You can't make it if you don't do it. And if you don't feel fear, you can have courage. And courage gives you clarity and focus. That's why the most dangerous soldiers out there are the ones that are not scared of dying. And those ones are the usually that die first. My mom used to make fun of me about my fear of water, so I became a scuba diving instructor and I did it for six years, full time. The reason why I succeed? I was terrified of the water and she was bloody right. And you know what? I'm still terrified of the water. My ex told me I could never manage to become a great single father. So I studied about parenthood, I hacked the whole art of being a dad and I crushed it, even if I failed daily. Part of the art of being a single dad? Well, guess what? It's being petrified of failing and having self-doubt daily. The people you hate that make money with cryptocurrency, those ones that post on Facebook all the time, well, they invested while you didn't, and they still feel fear when it goes down. The people that have passive income while you don't, well, they build something even when they were wondering, oh my God, I hope this shit works because if it doesn't, I may need to start from zero. The same applies with clowns that launch a conference, a summit, a book, a product, a campaign, whatever you want it, okay? They all deal from the root of fear, and fear brings courage, and courage makes you focus on not fucking around with shit that is irrelevant. People that take action and can afford to fail, they don't watch Netflix all week long or browse Instagram. They're taking action because they can't afford to lose. So do that. Find your fear and stick in the area where you feel petrified. Listen, you don't need a life coach. You need to have a few one-night stands with your fear versus keeping life, living life where risk equals pain. Because in the real world, risk brings satisfaction 
discipline, and purpose. So there you go. That was the post that I posted on Facebook. You got a few comments, shares, whatnot. But technically, what I was trying to talk about is the importance of fear. And recently, my life is all about facing this fear. And I'm writing this book called The Resilient Man. And in the book, one of the things I talk mainly is that people that are resilient, men that are resilient, usually understand fear very well. And it's not just that you love fear, it's that you actually embrace the concept. So one of the things I want to do today is talk about a little bit in the next 15 minutes that we have left is about six ways that you can actually start managing and domesticating fear. Now, this is nothing like you will always control fear. I mean, fear is always going to be completely, I mean, easy to manage because the catch with fear is that it's a bitch, right? It's terrifying. It's not nice to be scared. It's not nice to be nervous. It's not nice to wonder what's going to go on because that's the job of your brain. So what we're going to do is the first rule with fear that I want you to try to adapt if you want to go on this challenge of tackling your fear is number one is stop bullshitting yourself. And stop bullshitting yourself is that one of the things that happens is that we don't accept that we are scared. What we do is we find an excuse. Okay, so we announce to the world that we're not going to do something because it's not the right time, because it's not the right moment, because maybe later on, maybe when things get a little bit easier, but we're not being honest with ourselves. And this is one of the biggest problems with men is that we love to believe this bullshit story that we keep telling ourselves over and over. So just an example. The example is, well, I've been dating a few times, you know, I mean, and I'm dating because I just want to have fun. Okay, because because it's fun. Well, I mean, potentially it's a lie. Is you're just dating because you're scared of being alone, because you cannot face okay being rejected, because you feel that you need to be with someone. That could be a, a, a perfect example of some of the bullshit that we actually say ourselves. Okay, I'm not going to launch my business because right now the economy is not doing well. Okay, that's a bullshit excuse. Okay, it's actually it's your fear of failing in the business. So the most important thing to understand is you cannot fix something that you do not respect and you don't accept that. Because if you're going to a uh, corrida de toros, that means a bullfight and you are the torero. I mean, the first thing the bullfighter acknowledge is the presence of the bull. That's where everything starts. In fact, you see it. I mean, it's highly unlikely you will ever go to a bullfight nowadays. But when I, when I was little, I used to go to bullfights back in Colombia. And the first thing the bullfighter does is, I mean, looks at the bull, analyzes the bulls, and respects the bull. And that's so important in this case. Number two is to stop falling in love with your fear. And this is like sometimes when we accept that we are scared, we love to talk about our fear so our fear becomes like our little security blanket out there all the time and we go like you know what yeah but i mean but i'm scared of opening a business you know but and, and we justify this fear we actually truly feed the the the, the, the fear like a baby and we try to defend it to everyone we become actually very good okay very good to justify it, okay? We actually, I mean, we are experts in confronting anyone that's going to challenge our fear because we need the fear to be there and to be impossible to battle. So when someone comes to us and they challenge us, like this podcast right now, I'm challenging you. I'm telling you, hey, one, you're full of bullshit. 
Two, stop falling in love with your fear. Then you have all these arguments that you have been training yourself to tell to the next person. This happens a lot with guys when we get confronted by our partners, okay? And we have all these excuses that for years and years and years, we have practiced, we have learned, we have trained ourselves to send them. And we, t- we tell them like it was a Barack Obama speech, you know, those speeches that sound amazing, like the JFK speech that is flawless. Our way of confronting people or confronting ourselves towards, I mean, our love for this fear is magnificent. We do a great job because we want to keep the fear there. We want to keep the fear as a wall between us and action. And the interesting thing is we need to go to to a third step. And the third step is, what are you truly scared of? Now, I know that automatically when I ask you that, you're going to give me the fast answer. And the fast answer is like, I'm scared of not providing for my family. You know, I'm scared of... uh, of being heartbroken. I'm scared of all these reasons that we announce very fast are usually the bullshit answer, okay? So here's an example. You're not scared of not providing for your family because it's highly likely your family will survive. I mean, I don't think they will starve if you fell in business. What you're scared is about looking like a man that cannot provide. What you're scared is to feel inadequate. What you're scared is to feel like a loser, That is the main thing. What you are scared is to feel rejected by your family. What you're scared is not feeling loved. That is the real fucking answer, right? That is the answer that hurts. That's the answer that makes us go like, ow. Yes, I mean, that is the main point. So in my case, well, you know, if I go on a date and she's gorgeous and she doesn't smile at my jokes, okay, I go, well, you know what? I mean, I'm not going to date her because potentially my fear is I'm scared of being rejected, okay? And that's why so many of us, I mean, guys, we see a beautiful girl and we're single and we see a beautiful girl in a supermarket, there's no way we'll approach to her, okay? Only like the big players or the guys that are in control approach to a woman in a supermarket. And I learned that a few a few years ago because I decided to do it myself. I decided to approach to women that I like in a supermarket. And I wasn't doing it because I like the girl so much. I was doing it because I realized, holy crap, I mean, this is my fear. And I was wondering, well, what am I scared of? And I'm scared of being rejected? No, I'm scared of being a feeling that I'm ridiculed, that I'm, 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 I look stupid in public. And this actually, in my first book, Zero Excuses, How to Live Life, like How to Live a Beautiful Life and Be Cool as Fuck, go and search on Amazon, Zero Excuses. And in, in the book, I talk about how fear and the fear of ridicule sometimes makes people stop doing their things. Okay, Lionel Messi the famous striker, I mean, number one striker from Barcelona, from Argentina. He misses a penalty in a match, international match with Argentina, and he misses the penalty and he quits soccer. He announces that night, I'm quitting this. Now, this guy has literally scored more goals than any other human being on the planet, maybe after Ronaldo, and he still feels that he's inadequate when he misses one penalty. And why is that? Because the world is watching because the world is trolling him on, on Twitter, because people are laughing, because he missed one penalty. So is our mind is always going to push to the area where we're scared. Now, number four is follow the breadcrumbs of fear. And this is something I wrote on my first book, but is thanks to my therapist, my therapist, awesome guy, Michael. And he told me once, hey, what about if we follow the breadcrumbs of fear? And the breadcrumbs of fear is let's go back 
a little bit. So you're going to launch a business. Yes. Okay. You launch the business. You quit your job. Yes. And you fail. Yes. Then what happens? And then we, just, we, we ask ourselves the question, then what happens? I go to a supermarket. I talk to a beautiful girl. I say, hey, you look absolutely beautiful. My name is Gabriel. I would like to date you. Okay. She, what could be the worst thing? She told me, you're a creep. I mean, move away. What will be the next action? Well, the next action is I move away. And then I go back to my trolley. And it's highly likely that I will put some fruit for my kids and some meat for me. And I will pay. And then I will leave. That's it. And I will feel kind of awkward. And in a few years, having a few beers with some mates, I will laugh down the story. That is following the breadcrumbs. And when we follow the breadcrumbs, we go back to the place where we're going to be fine. Because our brain is wired to make you feel that is the end of the world. Happens to me in the stock market. So I wake up in the morning. Oh my God, I lost, I mean, $3,000. Well, you haven't lost it because, Gabriel, you haven't sold and it, you know it's going to come back. But in that moment, the fear is, oh my God, you're going to die. Oh my God, what's going on? Oh my God, you're a loser. Oh my God. You see, so these all these sentences that we're telling ourselves constantly is your brain telling you, hey, run away. And that is why it's so important to understand. The next point is that understand that fear brings courage. So in those moments where I go, I'm going to approach this woman, this woman is so beautiful. I can't believe I'm doing this. That is the courage. And th- there's no way that we can actually learn courage on, on, on Xbox. This is never going to happen. The courage is in the moment where you are aware that you're doing something that you do not like, that you don't want to be there, where your brain is telling you, what the fuck are you doing? Leave this place. And you go, no, I'm staying. I'm doing this. I'm going through hell right now. I'm aware I don't want to be in hell, but I'm going to go through that moment. That is what courage happens. And that is where the challenge happens. And that is where growth happens. The whole idea of embracing fear is that there's no way that as men, we can grow if we do not embrace fear because nothing happens without challenge. Nothing happens without challenge. That's what we keep talking about in this generation that, I mean, men are getting soft. And why are we getting soft? Is because every time that we're scared of something, automatically we can go back to Netflix, we can go back to Xbox, we can go back to that place where we don't have to actually work hard at all. We have to go back to a place where we're going to be safe, where the internet gives us everything. We don't even have to the shops if we have a pandemic because we have Amazon. We press a button, it comes to us, we're safe. We're constantly in this level of do not challenge yourself. And in fact, when you're going to challenge yourself, the society asks you, why? If you announce tomorrow, I'm going to do an Ironman. People are like, why? Are you sure? Can you do it? Hey, I mean, like, I mean, you could injure yourself. <laughs> Automatically, people will tell you, you can injure yourself. I remember I was going to do a marathon before, I mean, COVID-19, and I announced that I was going to do it in three months' time. I was going to learn to, to, to run, not learn to run, but I was going to practice. I was going to try to get fit. And on the spot, people tell me, well, you may injure yourself. Oh, be careful. You may, you may not do it. You know that. It's automatically people trying to push you to go back to that place of safety. And that's where the bullshit story happens. Like, oh, you know what? Maybe I, sh- I shouldn't do it because I don't want to injure myself, right? I mean, I don't want to, I mean, not, not achieve that. Maybe if I do it for one year, I will give myself more time. Because that's your fear saying, hey, your fear is an expert in negotiating 
that uncomfortable level. And then what happens is you fall in love with that. You're like, well, you know what? I'm a reasonable guy. I mean, in my case, I have kids. I cannot afford to injure myself. And that story is what we would believe. And then it's finished. The last point to understand is that the men that we admire the most, the, the men, the superheroes in real life, the heroes, the people that we go, that guy is freaking amazing, is people that face their fear. I mean, it's very difficult for you to be, to as men, when we have this men crush, that we admire someone that is a scary cat. That, that is, There's nothing more unsexy, more uninspirational of someone that we look at them and go, Oh, that is a weak guy. That is that's someone that is scared of everything. We're looking, we always look, at, we, we, we need a hero as men. And when we look at these figures that we want to, I mean, follow, these are people that went through shit. These are people that are the underdog. These people that come from nowhere and they face their fears and they face these constant challenges. And that's what we admire. And in reality, going a bit more psychologically here, more more deep, is men that we want to emulate at some stage. When we're young and we have our heroes, they're heroes that we want to be like that. Okay, we want to. And if you you look at the the, the Hollywood movies that we like as men, are stories where there was a struggle and there was fear. Okay, so we're talking about like like Fight Club, right? I mean, there was fear. They were struggling and then, and then and then it's this whole drama and his own battle with himself because we are aware that the internal battle is the most important battle. So embracing fear is not something like, okay, thank you, Gabriel. I'm going to embrace fear right now and I will get back to you. Embracing fear is a constant level of awareness of like, you know what? Our brain job is to tell us constantly that everything is going to hurt us but right now we live in a society that is safer than ever okay the media is trying to scare us i mean we believe that the police goes against us that there's going to be a next war that the the economy is falling apart and all that information is feeding well it's feeding what it's feeding your love for fear for security for that blanket and that's why i believe it's so so concerning that we as men, we don't face fear. So hopefully this is going to help you, give you a little bit of a framework. The, the six points, once again, is to remember that you have to stop bullshitting yourself. No more lies. And these lies are lies that we love to tell to people. Number two is stop falling in love with your fear. It's not a blanket, okay? It's not a pet. You don't have to, I mean, believe that you are scared constantly of something. What about if you divorce the fear? Number three is to analyze and be honest with you, with society, with your partner. It's like, what are you truly scared of? And we don't see men saying, I'm scared of not being loved. I'm scared of feeling inadequate. I'm scared of feeling you rejected by my peers. That is honesty in what you're really scared of. Number follow, number four, number four is to follow the breadcrumbs of fear. Is analyze the fear. It's like, okay, so if I fail, okay, if I end up divorced, if I if I end up losing this girlfriend, if I end up, I mean, losing this marathon or this challenge, what happens? I mean, what do I do next? Follow the breadcrumbs of fear. Such an important sentence in my life. Number five is understand that fears brings courage. And you as a man, I know you listen to this podcast. It means that you want to have courage. I mean, there's no man in the world that tells me, no, thanks, I don't want to have courage. I just want to be scared all the time. I mean, that goes against our nature, okay, of providers, of of warriors. We want to have courage, but we cannot have courage if we don't understand fear. It's, it's, not, it's not possible. 
And number six is the men that we admire the most face their fears. And that is part of your path as a man is to face your fear. And hopefully with these 20 minutes, you actually are going to understand or it's going to inspire you to just tackle fear a little bit, to look at fear as a different perspective because it's not a wall. It's just like a curtain and it's so easy to understand that the curtain is there. I'm not saying it's easy to face the fears, but at least we can actually understand fear a little bit better. So once again, to once again, thank you for listening. This is 20 Minutes Finish. And if you want to check more information about this show, go to the Better Man app, thebetterman.co backslash show nine. And if you like the podcast, it will mean the world. If you leave a review or subscribe in iTunes, that'll be great. So more men can actually listen to the podcast and be inspired by people like you that I know you're trying to work hard to become a better man. Okay, so I will see you on the next show here at the Better Man, Better Man Podcast. I keep saying the name wrong sometimes. That is horrible for branding. So it's the Better Man Podcast. I will see you guys very soon.